like a tea? No. <laughs> What's happened here? Right. So I was like, so we're doing how to plan a, res- a, a, yeah. a renovation. Yeah. And I was like, well, when you're renovating, the builders come in. And what do you do? You ask them if they would like a cup of tea. Yes. That shows how little I've planned a, a renovation. But I think that's exactly right. You do offer them a cup of tea. Okay, great. So first tip. First tip, smash In it. the introduction. Done, Stevie. Well oh, done. Welcome to Nobody Panic. It's a podcast where we do some how-tos. Um, Tessa has been renovating her entire flat, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we got an email recently um, from Catherine who thank you very much for your email we did an episode about how to understand what a wall is yes quite a while ago and then we haven't really checked back in we haven't no we haven't checked back in and so Catherine says have we heard from Tessie yet about her renovation journey and how to deal with builders would be great to have episodes as a follow-up to the wall episode thanks Catherine I'm I'm excited Mm -hmm. it's been a real uh roller coaster yes and if I may um a lot of that's why people get divorced on grand designs <laughs> they they uh it's a lot it's more than you think and you think there's idiots on grand designs like mm. i could do it and then once you're actually like mm, mm. Mm. and i was doing it on such a small scale yes and it was it was a lot okay yeah so this is maybe you know and again like maybe return to this one day in the future in which case hello you're back from the future oh, wow it's, it's us again that you thought oh I'll listen to that if I've ever got my own place you did it, did it. well done um, yeah maybe you got a little new place maybe you bought something very sort of 1970s and mm, you thought a, a little fixer upper and you thought here we bloody go and maybe you got a nice partner and you thought we'll wear some plaid shirts get a little bit of paint on our cheek probably, knock, knock that wall through probably not that fucking like, oh you can't that. okay oh, it's a okay. Okay. Oh, okay. oh okay. dear! Oh dear! Yeah, and then you're in. Yeah. You're in, and I think yeah. Tip number one is um, eyes open, heart full. <laughs> eyes open, be ready. Eyes open, heart full. Be ready. Be ready. It's like yeah, go into it excited for it, but be ready that no matter like how much you plan, how much you prepare, you'll you will be surprised, and there will be tears along the way, and you just have to be like, yep. Yeah, that's what she said. This is part of the journey. Mm. I didn't fail. My eyes are open. My eyes are open. Yeah. Full of tears, but they're open. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to be like, don't um, don't kid yourself that uh, everyone else... You know when someone says like, oh, it'll be really stressful, and you're like, yeah, yeah not for me. Mm, of course. Yeah. I, I, I mean, bought plaid in, in preparation. I bought plaid. I bought, well, famously, I bought myself a Barbie pink boiler suit. Yes, yes, I yes. <laughs> in preparation. Yes. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm com- I'm completely ready. Well, for what? <laughs> Here we go. And it was, it was, it was so, so fun. And again, I think it's a thing that like, if you, if your heart does not beat for it, like don't do it. But if, you know, mm. but anyway, let's, okay. I'm excited. Let's do our adult thing of the week, which we do, uh, which is the most grown up thing we've done this week. And then we'll return and get stuck into our renovations. Mine is, or oh, I couldn't think of one just before we started. And then um, producer yeah, Naomi we, was we like, we both sat in silence, sat in silence for ages <laughs> being like, oh no, we haven't, oh, we've achieved nothing. And then it was like, tell them what happened last week, which is I was sat in a coffee shop. Um, I was on the phone. I was actually on the phone to my agent. That's a, quite adult. Already bit of business and discussing how I had not been cast in a show that my friend uh, wrote. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I was, I was discussing, and then I literally was saying, well, and she was saying, oh, I'm, ever, I'm sorry that, that you're friends and they didn't give you the part. And I said, ah, that's okay. It's the industry. Highs and lows. And I said so wisely, at which point there was a knock on the window mm. and um, I was like, ah, ah, and someone was waving at me through the window. And as of course, you know, face blind. So I was like, my friend. <laughs> 
so I waved so enthusiastically and hoping I was like start the wave and my brain will catch up eventually and hopefully tell me who this is mm. but nothing was really coming and it was such a delightful uh, someone so delightful and they um, spun their iPhone round to me and uh, pointed to their headphones and uh, the picture of our podcast was up and they were listening to us That's so nice and I waved it was so delightful waved your hand off yeah so and excited I was, just like, I was like it was so and we were <laughs> and I was like wait wait let me take a picture of you and then, and then they were like bye and then they gave me the thumbs up and I was like that is so so nice that is so nice that is so nice because yeah I, I really had been thinking for a while like I was like, I wonder, cause like sometimes on the tube when people are like listening to things I do look over to be like I wonder mm. if I'll ever be and I can like tap them on the shoulder and be and like it it's me <laughs> and of course it never yeah. is yeah, yeah. you know it's off menu it's off menu <laughs> Obviously, every time. Um, but like, and I, so I have, it's a thought I've like entertained of like, I wonder if anyone's ever listening to us and we're right there. And but like, statistically, it seems unlikely. Anyway, there was someone. So it was a delight. So hello to you, if that was you. Hello to you. Hello to you. The only other time it's ever happened is right, I've tried, first I'd go into therapy mm. and I was crying in the brownie shop oh. and I didn't have a bra on. I just looked like such a wreck and I was sobbing. And this girl, lovely girl was like, so sorry, are you Tessa Coates from Nobody Don't Panic? say that. <laughs> no, I loved it. And she was the most immaculate girl I'd ever seen. Burberry trench, silk scarf. Yeah. And she said, you've helped so much. That's, well, that is nice, actually. <laughs> and I was that like, that's is so nice. nice. But I was like, I couldn't believe that you, the most put together woman I'd ever seen. Well, and then you're like, who are we to Given, you've given so much of yourself away to this yeah, amazing woman that you're the husk. <laughs> yeah. like we did it all for you. It's all in that Burberry trench. <laughs> drained me of my life force. What you got in the tank? Not the same thing. And um, I got, so I bought some books um, and a lot of them were sort of the, essentially the same book, but just in different ways, as is the Amazon algorithm. I'm so sorry. I, I'm so sorry that I bought them off, what, off, what off do Amazon. You mean? What kind of books? How I mean, many are we talking? What do you mean? How many books? <laughs> what? what? Sorry, what do you mean? How many books are we talking? I bought like seven. They were all uh, pre-Raphaelite. The covers were all like pre-Raphaelite paintings with like bright uh, neon pink uh, Gorgeous. Say over, no more. Say yeah. no more, Stevie. I'll, I'll give them all to you ne- next time them. I see. But I'd space them out if I were you. And then <laughs> sure. it, it's too much. The last few weeks have been really intense for me. <laughs> so then to kind of like break out of the algorithm, I bought uh, another what? book. Or just something totally I bought an egg. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I bought another book. I then went out and then into Waterstones and just bought a book. I was like, I don't even know what this is. I'll just buy it. A very famous book called A, a Little Life. Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, I mean, I thought it. It's great. Wow. But, but, what, a, what a twist for the listeners. Yeah. So, but when it, it's five, it's so big. It's like 500 pages. And when you it's open not it, a woman having a day out in Manhattan, is no, it? No, it's not. Uh, well, so far, it's just uh, four four guys having a day out in, in Manhattan. And, and I imagine no, it will stay like that. And there's no reason to think they won't all continue. Continue to have a good day out it in Manhattan. It seems like there's no foreshadowing. Then I was like, well, I'm never going to read this because it's too big and the font is too small. Uh, it'll be too much. It'll be too intellectually challenging for me. And I've got this real thing because I did English literature at Durham where everyone was like, oh, yes, of course, um, my favourite book is The Canterbury Tales. Um, and I'd be like, I like Gone Girl. But I just so I felt very ba- in- mm. inadequate all the time. And I felt that when I saw this book. I was like, well, this is just going to be another book that I'm going to read and be like, sorry, my favourite book isn't Dostoevsky. Like, started reading it. And I, I that was my adult thing because it was like I uh, didn't just put that book on my shelf and be like I'll just put it on my shelf because it's 500 pages and I could, ne- could never possibly I'd, mm. I'd be too I'm too thick I'm simply too thick wonderful right come okay. on get what, in I've here what we're even talking about renovation oh yes get Biffin, your Biffin ship to get renovations your, get your pink boiler suit on here yeah. we go so to give you a layout of my flat you go in the door mm-hmm. turn to the little turn to the little left mm-hmm. 
It's a real, what we might have called in the 80s, a step saver, which was a nice way of saying it's very small. You turn to the left, you got a room. Go one bit, you got another room on the left. I've Already I'm losing confidence in my layout. Lots of rooms. One, one, two, galley kitchen straight ahead of you, three, bathroom. Yes. And so, and each room very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing um, updated since the 80s. So like very, um, absolutely livable. Very sweet, but like very... Um, holes in the walls. Holes, oh, there's as holes in, in that wall. As in, you allowed me to come round and try and put a shelf up without yes. having ever put a shelf up before for content purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was how bad the wall was. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, what? go for it. Yeah. Whereas now I'd be like, get away from my walls, Stevie. A hundred percent. As you should. As I should. Um, yeah, absolutely. Everything. And and also, not updated since the 80s, plus then um, rented out, which is just shorthand for being like, nobody cared. Yeah. So, you know, why take the wallpaper off and do it correctly when we could just paint over the wallpaper? So... I was obsessed with this idea that I wanted to knock down the wall between my galley kitchen and what was the living room and make this bigger open plan kitchen living room. And I was like, here we here we bloody go. And I got in, first step, you've got to get in the structural engineer. Well, actually, truth be told, first thing I did was I did actually just find a builder on the internet who came around to tell me, who literally just knocked a hole in the ceiling and was like, that's the supporting wall. And I was like, right. The interesting thing about a supporting wall is that it's like supporting the roof. So you've got to knock into the ceiling to know which way the joists are lying. So if you imagine, yeah, I know. Joists is involved. Joists is here. And when you want to knock a wall down, you need to understand whether that wall is supporting the roof. Understood. And what, so whether and then you, you really can't know until you knock through the bit of ceiling. And then Joyce falls and down. And Joyce falls out and she's like supporting and then she <laughs> pops back up again. Yeah. So basically you need to know whether they run, I see. which way they run. So you've got to get a structural engineer in and, um, and lots of builders nowadays won't, in fact, a, a builder who knows his worth and is a good builder will not go ahead with your project without the sign-off of a structural engineer. That's a good tip. Good, yeah. Right, so you okay. can't, so if you have somebody who's like, yeah, I'll just, obviously if you've got someone around to put up a shelf, they don't need the structural engineer here. <laughs> but if you're doing any sort of big building work, if your builder is not saying, where is the sign-off from the structural engineer, red flag. Okay. So this is how you get into like, this is when you use the phrase like cowboy builders, Ooh. people who are like, do the work and they will do it because it will stay up for perhaps a year. But ultimately, if you take that down without doing the support and all the stuff that it needs, like that's coming down mm-hmm. eventually. Th- don't mess about. Yeah, because it's your It's, it's your, your home. home. <laughs> like, it's yeah. your home. No matter how much you're like, well, this person's charging me this and this one's charging me like this like obviously let's go with the cheap guy no let's mm. go with the more, go with the most boring man you can possibly imagine okay. we're, lo- we're looking for anoraks okay. we're looking for sensible shoes yeah. we're looking for like no jokes the structural engineer came round he was there for two hours never cracked a smile great we couldn't get anything out of him yeah um, at one point I started crying and he said I noticed that you are crying like that, <laughs> like that. I was crying because no. I had it in my head I was like well once you own the house you can do anything. Like all these years, I've not been allowed to, you know, I've rented, I've not been allowed to paint or put up a shelf or do anything. Hasn't stopped you, but yeah. It hasn't stopped me. But, <laughs> but the would, guilt in your mind. Yeah, yeah. But technically it wasn't allowed. And all these years I've been like, well, I own now I'll be able to have all my, my dreams, my mm. interior design dreams. And, uh, and he came around and he was like, no. Oh. And I'd never really occurred to me that 
somebody was going to say no, which yeah. is what made me cry. Because I just was like... So what, what was he saying no to? That I couldn't take down this wall I wanted to take down. Jesus, and that is so integral to That's my plan. whole project. Basically, that was it. That was yeah. me, why I wanted to buy the house, because I was like, <gasps> I'll not between the kitchen and this, and I'll make this open plan space. Like, I want this is what I wanted to do. And I was like... I basically was like, no. <laughs> At him. I was like, all right, but it there must be a way around it. Now, a lot of people will start, if you're going to do any wall work, you're going to use the phrase an RSJ. Oh, you will be, yeah. You will be saying RSJ, mate. And um, that's a reinforced steel joist. Joist is back. <laughs> joist is back and now she's armed. She's armed. <laughs> After she popped out, I was like, it's supporting. She went back, got some steel. She's reinforced, mate. She's back. <laughs> so You need to take out the wall that is holding the one above it up. Yeah. And so what you then need, and you're like, someone's like, fine, you can take it down. But what you need to do is build yourself a C shape. So like up, across, down the other side right. of steel. Oh, so you make like a very big, so you make the other walls almost structurally and yeah, you cr- su- crucial. You su- no, no, in the place that the wall's coming down, Yeah, you put in this like big C shape that's like holding that bit of ceiling up. And then I was like, well, I'll have one of those. And I, also I'd learned the word RSJ. So I kept being like, God, I'm whack- I'll have an RSJ. And he was like, stop just saying RSJ, <laughs> which is as I'm weeping, really won't let me have a thing. And he was like, you can't have an RSJ either because oh. you're in a block of flat. And so the weight of that point of the C shape, that corner and that corner where it's taking the load from the ceiling, that pressure is now too much for the flats below and their ceiling will cave in. Put an RSJ in everyone. Just just keep going down. So then I was like, right, well, why don't we put another joist along the floor? And he was like, so your plan is just to stride over a big steel (laughs) joist every day. And I was like, could be. Anyway, so I had a big cry about that. And then, and so this would be my tip number two. We've got our eyes open and this is what we're having our eyes open, hearts full, perhaps your dreams will not be allowed. Right. So be ready for someone to be like, that's a supporting wall. That hasn't got permission to knock through this. Like you can't actually do all these things that you're envisaging. You can't just take the roof off and make it glass. And then I would be like, let your, like be a bit sad for a moment, but then be open to the idea that like you are not an architect. If you are an architect, don't be listening to this. Yes. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. There's there's lots of architect podcasts. (laughs) There's professional stuff out there. Um, Don't remember that you're not an architect. So like, let's now at this point get lots of advice from like, let's get the structural engineer's advice. Let's get builder's advice. Let's get an architect in if you want. Like, let's get people's, ideally don't pay for them, but like get, you know, people to say, I don't don't want to steal the ideas. I don't want you to be saying, I don't want to pay like send £10,000 on an architect at this point. I just want to be like, let's get lots of people that you trust in your life into the house now. Um, adults who've done it, you know, yeah. whatever. And let's have their ideas for like better Because lots things. of people do have experience yeah. of, of renovating in a way, even if it's just like they did their kitchen and, it, and they live in a completely different house to you, they'll still be able to be like, oh, we tried this or we did We this. did, yeah, yeah exactly. So the moment, yeah. if you get yourself too boiled down in like, this has to be where the sink is and this has to be the table, then, you're, then when those aren't allowed, you're going to be like, then you won't be able to sort of see the wood for the trees. But if someone can come in and be like, okay, new idea, sink over here. Right. You're like, okay, could be. So what the structural engineer, the first builder, every single adult who came into the house, literally everybody said was instead of this wall, and, I'm, and you just imagine where I'm pointing at a wall, everyone, mm-hmm. what about the wall between the two um, front rooms? And why don't, it's hard to imagine. Oh, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. so instead of, 
instead so you of, have one big so you're still making you, a big what, yeah. space so instead just, of making this thing because I really wanted to keep two bedrooms they were like why don't you abandon ship on that have one really big great room and accept you're going to have two one then crap room and one truly crap box room which is where I've now built my bed okay. uh, that small bed I mailed it up twigs you remember I do remember yeah. so they were like here's a new idea and for, I really fought against that for a long time and actually what they created was like so perfect and so much better than my original idea Mm -hmm. so the thing I was crying about that I couldn't have I'm so glad that that wall is a supporting wall and wasn't meant to be and also a big part of that is like that isn't what the house I'm going to use the phrase wanted to be here but like the house did not want that wall to come down like that's an intent that shouldn't have come down ever whereas the one that did come down that was right it's not what the lord wanted that's exactly it and so keep repeating that to yourself around there and be like that's not what the lord wanted don't force a circular window force the lord into a space like that window in paddington bear looks beautiful because that was the original window in this old victorian house like don't just whack one in it might just look like well you've just tried to put the paddington bear window in your flat rather than like oh wow it really goes that goes exactly like let's always like let exactly that like let's it goes it what okay so there's this vna exhibition about costume design and at the um at the opening of the thing you walked under this big sign i think i've talked about this before but i was obsessed with it it was by a famous costume designer i'm sorry to say i don't know who it was and their quote was if i've done my job well you won't know i was here right and it means like you won't think that's a costume you'll think that's what that character that's who what they were and you won't even think mm. that's a character you're just like that's what they wear that's mm. who they are they're com- that's completely perfect whereas when you see somebody wearing a, a, what feels like a costume on a show you're like hmm what an odd choice mm. and so you want to be aiming for that of like you shouldn't ever when you see the new what you've done with it you should think this was what the house wanted to yeah, be this was always here this was always here this was always part of it you shouldn't be like why have you put that window in you should always be like we're don't just don't fight what you haven't got like mm-hmm. work with the space next step um finding your builder mm-hmm. um i just asked on twitter actually if anybody had a builder and um a friend said this guy's fantastic and i was like i trust this person mm. and I also believe in their taste. Got this guy in, loved him so much, so serious, um, and wouldn't let me just, you know, I, I kept being like, go on, crack on. And he was like, we don't say crack, we don't say crack on. We don't, we do everything correctly. And this way, maybe like get approval from like everyone else in my building to say what I wanted to do. And again, I would have just been like, I'll knock it down. What are they going to do? No, like do it by the book, get everything approved. Right. And then finally, and then it's like, and then can be a lot of like waiting at this point being like, when do we begin? We're so, we're ready. Come mm. on. Um, and, uh, and then finally we're ready to go. And then his number one instruction to me was move out, <laughs> move yes. right. out. And I said, no, because well, first I didn't have anywhere else to go. And also I thought it would be fun. <laughs> so, and I say to you, anyone listening who's also like, I think it will be fun. I would like to live in it. I, me, Tessa Coates, feral almost had a nervous breakdown <laughs> so please move out if you possibly can and even though you're like i don't have anywhere to go go in somebody's spare room like go home it's to your parents better. go you won't because you, you won't you kind of the reason you had a nervous breakdown is you also didn't have anywhere to go because you couldn't really be in your house yeah so it actually would have been better to have at least had somewhere else to go actually yeah. moving out would have given you somewhere to go yeah and and anything that you're like it would be cheaper if we say no it won't <laughs> it like put your stuff in storage go anywhere you possibly can for however many months i 
swear on my life that will be better it will also move faster because the builders you won't be in there with all your stuff like you won't everything everything you own will be covered in dust like covered in dust they had to build this like orange sort of tent flap around the bedroom and because I didn't get rid of any of the stuff I just put the two mattresses got two bedrooms I put one mattress on top of our mattress I live with my boyfriend built something that I kept calling sky bed which was just <laughs> incredibly high bed my boyfriend also I'm feral he is such a nice clean boy yes. he was on the edge of madness for like the duration of it he I, fell first and then you oh, had a nervous he fell first and he fell fast and hard <laughs> poor boy um at one point I tried to make us a romantic dinner and the dinner was on um three bags of plaster and a, and then I put a candle in the middle and like we just sat in the dark like on perched on some bricks like <laughs> in the living room and we had to wear our coats all the time because they turned all the heating off to like get to the pipe work like we just should not have lived in it I don't regret it but we shouldn't have done it um so yeah if you possibly can please move out of it you can go in every day you can like be part of it you can do all the stuff you can you know do it but yeah just get out it just makes it so much easier if that house is empty and then people can just like crack on um next thing that people have nervous breakdowns um on grand designs it takes so much longer than you think and just accept that they will give a quote and it will go over time and over budget and just be ready i think go into it be like this is our budget and then you probably need to say a lesser budget to the builder right okay so then when it does does go over you're not like well now i'm bankrupt i'm now i'm bankrupt like just do not bankrupt yourself be like here's my budget here's my pretend budget here's my secret money Mm -hmm. on the side that i'm ready for the amount of stuff you will find that the previous people did and again i i really wanted to be like let us let's pay the money let's do it correctly let's make the pipes correct rather than whatever's the cheapest weirdest thing to do the stuff that had been done to like cut corners Mm. that you will discover in the house will be like blow your mind and the more that you can be like let's just do it let's do it correctly as a money saving thing people can get very like well we'll do that ourselves yes i can imagine you me (laughs) and again i'll do the pipes (laughs) honest to god i'll do the pipes i'll do the pipes find your line about like where um what do you actually get do you actually get joy from if you found joy in doing that thing then i would say sure Mm-hmm. go for it like painting painting the past like stuff like that that you're like but uh, but uh, also if you're living in the thing is it feels like if you get joy from say painting a wall mm-hmm. or whatever that's one thing but do you get joy painting a wall when you've been when, when you're living in a building site mm. and already you're pushed to your absolute mental capacity yeah. limit and then you have to paint a wall and deal with all of the stuff around that that's very different to just being like, oh, should we just paint that wall? Yeah. Like it feels like... it's a ve- Exactly right. It's a very, very different kind of vision. Me and my plaid jumper, my plaid shirt, bit of paint on the thing, dream. Like that's not what's happening here. You're living in chaos and it's not fun and it's not like fun to do. And also you can get very like, well, they've... So say like sanding the floors for something as people do. And again, like if you think that sounds really fun, please do it. Like what a cool thing to do. But I would say like, say they want to charge you a thousand pounds to sand the floors. Mm. And you're like fuck you i can do it for way cheaper which you absolutely can but you have to rent that sander that massive big thing that you mm. it's like the size of a man and you blah, 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 blah. Oh God. you have to sand yourself you have to rent that you have to sand yourself it takes hours like hours and hours and hours and then you have to varnish it you have to do all this stuff you have to you know so it will easily take you a week and so like if you think that'd be so fun and you would love the brilliant what a fantastic project but if you're just doing that to save money 
if they've quoted you a thousand pounds, but it will be done and you don't have to do it and you can go to your job, whatever it is, mm. presumably not sanding and do that. <laughs> Otherwise you have to take a week off work. And, you know, it's this like, yeah. it's this constant thing of being like, right, but how much did it cost you to not do your job? Yeah. Like yeah. at the time that I was doing it, I, um, I was writing this script that I'd been paid to write. And instead of writing the script, I was in every day doing things with the builders. And people kept saying to me, they were like, stop doing it because you, the builders aren't coming into your room and being like, I've got a a couple of ideas for that character, actually. Like they're not, it's not a, like it would make, you would make more money just to pay them and do your work. And so it's about finding that line about like the money cost time thing about like, yes, technically it costs less money, but it costs you a week of your life to do it. So I've got two more things. One is, is about the money of being like, it's so, I would say don't get an Ikea kitchen. Interesting. And I say that, like, there are bits from Ikea that you can get, but I would say, like... That's the end of Ikea sponsoring this podcast. Sorry, Ikea. You've got so much other great stuff. The difference between nothing and a cheap kitchen is massive, but the difference between a good kitchen and a great kitchen is very small. Okay, yeah, I see. So you, once you've already... If you're going to go for a kitchen, get mm. the best one you can possibly afford. Yeah, okay. And you buy all the, like, the fridge and the dishwasher and things separately, and then you get a company to, like, make it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the company that I got... Um, wanted to charge me for installation and I was like nah I'll put it I'll put it together I'll do that and right. the, the woman was like she was like we've actually never had anyone say that they, that they, <laughs> they can put it together so, oh so are you a no, oh, you're a comedian yeah, right, okay, you're a com- okay. are you a professional yeah uh what happened was that three men came for three days and one of them was the best scribe in the country. And a scribe is a specific job for being a carpenter where you ascribe cool like words. I know that's what I said. And he was like, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> and he says the best scribe in the country. And what a scribe is, is making um, a bit of your cupboard like fit to the wall and fit so snugly that it looks like it's was built into the wall basically. Um, and that's what scribing is. And so like three men, three days at the top of their game. Mm. And I thought I, could do it to like save some money and I think about it all the time of being like I'd just be looking at my kitchen every every drawer would be off every handle yeah. would just be hanging there it's like a thing of being like just accept it pay it like this is this is make it good and mm. if you if you're not at a place where you currently can do that just don't just don't do it and again keep listening to the professionals like keep listening even when you're like I want it all pink or I want to have this or I want to have a smeg for example, for example you know maybe your dream was to have a smeg oven or a, a, the barbie pink smeg if fridge you've got 20 grand fine fine have it but like keep listening to people being like will you actually do you actually want that is that right for the house yes. and I wanted initially this inc- stupid range cooker thing that looked like it was from a sort of French farmhouse. Mm. Then um, a white butler sink and the butler sink is when it like drops down so the front is like ceramic and oh. exposed. Can you imagine that? Like It, lo- it looks like a drawer. You've like slid the sink in. Yeah. Anyway, the thing do is you like, have a butler sink? I do not. Good, because, actually. Thank God, actually. Because <laughs> I thought I did want one. And I was like, I want the butter sink, I want the Barbie pink smeg fridge, and I want this range cooker that looks like it's from a French farmhouse. All very complimentary styles. Abs- exactly what the fr- <laughs> what the professional kitchen man said. And he was like, he actively, even though he, 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 you know, he could have just said, we'll let you, ha-. he didn't say, to his credit, he wasn't like, sure, we'll have you. He said, no, that <laughs> is horrid. You can, but don't. But can, but don't. He was actively said, what is your showpiece in your kitchen? And I was like, okay, wow. And for me, it was that I'd got a countertop that was 
it's very on brand for me, copper. Yes! After was, years of just painting things with copper. copper what if we actually had some copper? Jesus, so, so my So sh- my, my countertop was copper. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, so right now you've got your ca- co- countertop copper, mm. pink fridge, range cooker, yeah. but the sink. He was like, you don't live in an LA apartment with this pink fridge. You don't live in a French farmhouse and you don't live in the middle of the countryside with hundreds of dogs. You live in a London flat that is tiny. Work to the space that you have and complement the space and stop fighting it. And he was like, choose your showpiece. Let that be the showpiece and let everything else complement it. And I was really like, "Mm -hmm, these are good interior design. This is smart. This is is so smart. And so I've been so struck along the way by letting the professionals guide you mm-hmm. and re- let somebody who knows say that's a terrible idea let's work to this base let's stop fighting it let's complement it let's mm. work together and I do feel every time I come home I feel like the house is like look at me yeah <laughs> look at me I so nice as opposed to being like why have I got this fridge <laughs> which is why is this fridge in me you know um right we also to get us more space we knocked through a bit of chimney and put the cooker into the chimney so it looked like it was meant to be there like all along an expensive thing to do because it would be so much cheaper to just wall that up and pretend that chimney wasn't there and everything I was like I want it to be right after years and years of being like oh people have cut corners and done crap like it's small as awesome yeah making use of the small space you have exactly make the use of the space don't yeah exactly um a really interesting thing if anyone is beginning this process if you find the fanciest kitchen company you can they will do a free they do a free consultation and a free design layout so you give them your floor plan you go in for a meeting and they give you a beautiful layout they do it for free because they assume correctly that once you go there you're like oh my god that's so fucking nice i want it but the thing is free and then you're free to go you could take it to someone else absolutely that's really great so yeah so go go to them go to them go to nothing and the last thing i say is i was so prepared with the builders who i loved so much it was my nice man my serious nice man and then my main man was a guy called Derek, who was polish and he thought he said to me once as i kept helping knock things down he said tessa you are making this very bad and very slow (laughs) (laughs) and then on a friday he'd go home for the weekend and he'd show me what he was working on because it was just me in the house and like me and him just amiably getting on with stuff together and then he'd be like now i need to do this and i need to do this and then i'd be like yeah yeah, and i'll crack on over the weekend he'd be like tessa do not crack on you are not do anything and I'd be like all right Derek um he was so nice to me he was really sweet because I was a girl wearing a barbie pink boiler jumpsuit who wanted to crack on I'll crack on and I wanted to learn about how everything worked and everything so they were so sweet to me um but um, a thing that I was so prepared for with the builders was uh one that they would defer the opinions and the questions to my boyfriend Mm -hmm. as the man and uh which they never did yeah, well, he was because he was rocking yeah, in the corner yeah, so he's like you can't ask yeah. him he's just crying <laughs> nobody's himself. asking that man yeah and the other thing is that they would try and rip me off okay or they, they would say you know oh you need this expensive thing or like you know thing i didn't know what i was talking about and actually the opposite is true because i had got such good people who were in demand and good at their job they didn't need to rip me off because they were like i've got another job like and it's easier than this i don't need to be here and so when i would say things like this is where the sink is going they would be like oh but 
what if it was there? And I was like, right, but that's not where it's going. They'd be like, right, but it'd, cheap, it'd be cheaper and quicker. And I was like, no. Right. We're going there. So it's the opposite yeah. of what, yeah. right. Which I, I was like so blown away by because, and that's what happens if you get people who are really good is that they're like, oh, I can get easier money doing a quicker job yes, somewhere right. else. Oh, I don't want to put your sink there. And so you have to stand your ground and be like, that's where the sink is going. I will pay you, put the sink there. Um, and equally, like when I wanted these floorboards, you know, because it's expensive to get to have your floorboards done. The guy was like, or carpet. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> so they actually sort of wanted to save me money constantly. They never ripped me off. They never did anything like that. And the polar opposite, they they attempted to do less <laughs> repeatedly. In which just put carpet on everything. In which I had to constantly be like, please. Yeah, uh, like carpeted kitchen. Why are you? Like, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Right. Okay. So final, final, final thing. thing. Okay. Making good. What's that? I know. Oh. Making good is the final stuff. It's the corking in your skirting boards. Excuse you. Well, exactly. It's the it's the painting. It's the final bits. It's the stuff that takes it from being like, oh, this is done to being like, this is a home. It can cost quite a bit of money. And I was like, I'm not fucking paying for making good. I'll do making good. I never I haven't done the making good. Yes, of course. I'm still living in it. Right. So pay for the making good. Okay. Get it done. Mm. Just be done. Just be done. Just pay it. Just move back in. Just get to the end. Because you spend the whole time just looking at various things. Just, being like, oh, every day that. I come home, I look at the corking I haven't done. I look at the plastering I haven't finished. I look at all the bits that I said, I'll do that. And I haven't done them. Please, please, please finish the making good. Yes. Pay someone to do it. Get to the end. Get to the end. Enjoy your lives. Mm. Eyes open, hearts full. Eyes open, hearts Ass full. Ass out. Ass out. <laughs> we got to. Labour of love. Oh my God, under pain. And um, love and pain. But I'm so proud of it. Yeah. And amazing. it's so worth it. Amazing. Well, I hope that helps everybody. Uh, great DIY journey update. We're at Nobody Panic Pod. Messages your suggestions. Nobody Panic Podcast at gmail.com. Godspeed. Godspeed. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.